next, men's singles. But for now, let's stop a minute and take a look at our beautiful tennis center backdrop. The beautiful hey. very hot day. It's called a napkin. <laughs> well, we'll take a station break and continue with more action. Welcome back to Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA at the Toolkit Depot studio out here at Optus Stadium. Don't forget to shop winter at TKD. Well, Brett Phillips is the host of First Serve on SENWA. You can hear that tonight at 6pm. His guest will be Alex Demonor, of course. The US Open is getting underway uh, over in the US um, today. Uh, Brett, welcome to the show. Mark, uh, always uh, yeah, good to join you. We get to the yeah, final major of the year and uh, the US Open can throw up some really fascinating uh, storylines because we're, what, about eight or nine months into the tennis season. There's some weary bodies out there. Uh, there's, uh, you know, the minds are um, spent travelling around the world. You've got to find, uh, find a gear. I mean, since the year 2000, on the men's side, we've had 20 different men that have actually progressed to the final. 14 have actually gone on to win the trophy. So, you know, Roger had a little purple patch in the mid-2000s. He won five in a row, but it's not one that Nadal or Djokovic in their great careers have had their best records at. You know, we saw, obviously, the absolute surprise that we may never see again, Mark, with Emma Raducanu, an 18-year-old qualifier two years ago from the clouds, uh, winning the tournament. So it's one of those that is tougher to win. And some players like playing the US Open. Uh, they love the electricity of the tournament, the chaos of New York. Others find it really, really hard just to stay in the zone because there is a hell of a lot of distractions when you play this tournament. So there's a, a number of Aussies in the draw, Brett. I think there's uh, about seven or eight, maybe nine men in the draw and, and uh, five or six women. So how are we going to go? Yeah, we've had an extra Aussie added today, James Duckworth, who gets in as the lucky loser with uh, Katie Shikori having to uh, withdraw, a former US Open uh, runner-up. Look, there's probably more optimism, Mark, than any time I can remember about our men. I mean, they're just having a really good patch. Alex, who will be on the program tonight, I mean, he's on the cusp of the top 10. The rise of Alexi Popperin to 41 in the world in the last couple of weeks. Max Purcell, who's former coach on our program two years ago, Nathan Healy, said could be top 20. He's gone from the 200s to 41 in the world, uh, 43 in the world this year. He's having a great run. Alexander Vukic from Sydney. Hardly known, really, to the, I suppose, average sporting fan out there, but uh, a great rise to 50 in the world. Jordan Thompson's at 51. So all these guys are, are more than capable and have got some, I think, belief that they haven't had before that they can actually uh, win some big matches. And the door has opened up in men's tennis, there's no doubt, particularly for a guy like Alex, who you know was close, was you know taking the top players in some good matches to the, the line, not getting over the line. But now he's started to beat some higher-caliber players, top 10, top 20 players in the last 12 months. So that's done his confidence the world are good. And, you know, obviously Djokovic still playing at an incredible level. Alcaraz, the defending champion. So yeah, it's tough to you know go past those two as a, another final. If we just take our Aussie hat off for the moment, Mark, that's probably the two we want to see play as much as we can in the back end of uh, Djokovic's career. Yeah, and how does this surface suit Alcaraz, do you think, um, Brett? 
Yeah, well, he loves it. Uh, you know, his great memories of last year, and uh, he played some obviously brutal matches to win his first major. And you know that uh, that match against the NX Sinner will be in my mind forever. That went what over five hours uh, into the early hours of the morning in New York. I mean, this guy is just so good, Mark, on any surface, uh, any court, any atmosphere. He's a promoter's tournament's dream. He's just the pin-up uh, player for the ATP Tour for the next 15 years. And he is uh, head and shoulders above all his contemporaries and those who are older than him, who have seen him sail past them. And they're thinking, am I ever going to get my hands on a Grand Slam trophy? I speak of Stefano Tsitsipas and Alexander Zverev and you know, Andre Rublev, Matteo Berrettini, all been good tour players in the last uh, four or five years. And he's young Elkaraz. And then you've got Holger Runa, who's also 20 years of age, and Yannick Sinner, who's 21. These are the three big ones we're talking about on the men's side. Tell us about Alex Dimonor's, uh opponent tonight. Well, it's uh, yeah, certainly a very winnable one. Uh, Timothy Skatov of Kazakhstan. Now, I saw him play at the United Cup, which was formerly the ATP Cup, when Kazakhstan landed in Brisbane uh, earlier this year. And he actually is not a bad player. In fact, Kazakhstan are starting to become a little uh, interesting watch as a tennis nation. They're pumping a lot of money into their junior development, building facilities, having a lot more tournaments. So there's a lot more Kazakh players. And there's a few Russian players that do defect uh, to, uh, to Kazakhstan for some, um, I suppose, better funding uh, when you're a little bit down the pecking order. Uh, but it's one that the Demon, you know, should get past. He's in that bottom half of the top half of the draw where Medvedev is the best place. He's beaten Medvedev in the last 12 months. Rublev's in that little section, her catch, good player. Um, you know, Hutchinov as well, who missed Wimbledon. Uh, 11th seed, who, of course, made the semis uh, last year and beat Nick Kyrgios in the quarterfinals. But I look at that little section of the draw, Mark, and I think, you know, the demon, if he's cherry right, he can have a terrific fortnight. And, uh, you know, there's Alcaraz at the top of uh, that draw, which is... You know, going to be going to be uh, going to be tough to beat, but uh, let's hope Alex can at least just navigate his way through the first couple of rounds, and who knows what can happen. Of course, uh, we're guaranteed at least one Aussie in the second round because Max Purcell plays Chris O'Connell, so one of them's going to get through. Yeah. Um, Alexander Vukic has a tough first round draw. He plays very yeah. yeah, that's the toughest on paper. Zverev, look, it's been a long climb back, hasn't it? I mean, that horrific uh, Achilles injury at the French last year where he was taken off in the wheelchair against Rafael Nadal. It took him six months to come back on tour. His first probably four or five months this year were really scratchy for a guy that's been three in the world and knocking on the door so often. But the last few months have been more encouraging. He seems like he's got his mojo back again. And he's been, of course, a finalist to Dominic Team back in the COVID year of 2020 in New York. So, yeah, that's the toughest on paper. But in saying that, Vukic is playing at a terrific level. He's got a big serve, Vukic, big forehand on a hard court against a guy who does hit big. I think he's right in that match against Alexander Zverev. What about on the women's side of the draw? How are we faring there, do you think, Brett? Yeah, it's a little thinner, no doubt. We have to be honest about that. The stocks in uh, Australian women's tennis are, um, are a, yeah, a, a tricky stage where, you know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes to try and develop the next generation. But, you know, right now we're struggling for players inside the top 100. So, look, Daria Saville, we know, is going to compete. She's coming off that knee injury. So she's not long into her comeback. There's no great probably expectation right now. Isla Tomjanovic. I mean, we haven't seen Isla play at a major 
since this time last year when she beat Serena Williams and finished off Serena's career. So Isla will be an interesting watch. She's had no leading tournament. So she comes in playing her first Grand Slam of the year, her first match of the year. Storm Hunter, you know, WA girl, of course. I love Stormy. I think she's had a terrific last 12 months in doubles top five. She should be a top 100 singles player. She's got the game, the lefty. So this is where you've got to make your mark. She's been given the reciprocal wild card. And uh, Kim Birrell gets in as the lucky loser. And Olivia Gadecki was the one Aussie that qualified uh, from the last uh, few days. Tough the qualifying on the outside courts. And she's actually got a bit of promise to Gold Coaster, who was uh, mentored a fair bit by Ash Barty. So you were hoping Olivia can uh, yeah, put her best foot forward next week. Tip for the men's and tip for the women's. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Djokovic, I think, is going to have a lot driving him um, to win this 24th major. We know that Serena couldn't get to 24, had a lot of chances to equal Margaret Court, couldn't get there. Djokovic, he is uh, so determined, Mark, to win more trophies and really set himself well clear of Nadal and Federer uh, as the undisputed greatest of all time. Uh, on the women's side... Uh, look, Iga Sviontek, she's the world number one. She's the defending champion. Um, she hasn't had all, her all, all her own way this year. We talk about Sabalenka and Rybakina. I, I feel like an American might have their best run here. And Jessica Bagula has been knocking on the door. She's the perennial quarterfinalist. She's been top three. And her career is quite extraordinary. We know the story of the, the billionaire parents owning uh, sporting franchises over there in the US. But... I'm going to go a little smoky because I could just say the obvious in Sviontek, but a Pagula or a Coco Goff, who are a great doubles team, I think could have a really deep run here and, and potentially make a final, maybe even win it. Brett, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to hearing more of your updates as the tournament progresses. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Brett Phillips, of course, he is the host of the First Serve on SEN, and he comes to you thanks to the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches and Stan Sports. We'll be back after the break.